Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Saturday Morning Rewind. For the safety of you and others, please make sure all hands, feet, and arms remain inside. And please, watch your children. And now, let the show begin. Welcome to Saturday Morning Rewind. A show dedicated to the love of animation and feeling like a kid again. So let's go back in time to when cats defended Third Earth. Sword of Omens, give me sight beyond sight. A masked duck protected the streets of St. Canard. I am the terror that flaps in the night. And knowing was half the battle. Yo, yo! Let's go back with Saturday Morning Rewind and your host, Tim Nidell. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Saturday Morning Rewind. Of course, I'm your host, Tim Nadell, and this is the show that takes you back to your childhood one interview at a time. And this time, I'm taking you guys all the way back to the year 1995, the year that gas was only $1.09 a gallon, Michael Jordan made his return to the NBA, the cartoon Freakazoid made its debut, and of course, Disney's Pocahontas was released in theaters. And for today's interview, I have the one and only Irene Bedard, the voice of Pocahontas herself. You have the most unusual name, too. John Smith. This is how we say hello. Wingapo. And how we say goodbye. Anna. But of course, make sure to check us out online. It's SaturdayMorningRewind.com. Check out our donation tab on our website, just like our friends Jared Tolbert, Mike Clemens, Erica Palello, and Juwan Bledsoe do every month. Thank you guys so much for your continued Patreon support. It means the world to me, honestly. And you too can be helping us out each month. Just visit the donation tab on our website, SaturdayMorningRewind.com. Donations start at only $2 and up, and honestly, it would help out a lot. Also, make sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All the links are on the website. And remember to leave those positive iTunes and Stitcher radio reviews. Those things really do help out quite a bit. And honestly, it's a good Christmas present for me, you know? It's free. It only takes a couple seconds to do. But like I was saying, we have the talented Irene Bedard on the episode today, and I love talking with her. Pocahontas is one of the most underrated Disney princesses of all time, honestly, I think. So it's a great having her on the show. I really do hope you guys enjoy the interview. And uh, here it is, my interview with Irene Bedard. So before we start talking about your time as Pocahontas, our show is all about reliving those, you know, amazing childhoods that, you know, most of us had. What was your childhood like? Uh, well, I, I was born and raised in Alaska, um, so it's probably a little bit different than maybe some others. Um, I'm an Yupik, Yupik, and my father was French-Canadian Cree, and he was stationed up there. Um, he was in the Air Force. And that's how he met my mother. Um, and my mother was from the village of Koyuk, Alaska. She um, was full-blooded Eskimo. Wow. And so I, I had a, a very um, eclectic, I, I would say, um, uh, childhood being that, you know, I, I grew up in the way that I think most everybody else in America did. But then I also had the influences of, of um, my culture and then also yeah. my father's culture. And he, he worked very diligently for the tribes up in Alaska for the for the rest of his life. And, um, and so we would 
often have meetings with, you know, different tribal leaders and members at my house and, and, um, and then I'd be going out and, and having a nakibak, which is uh, our, our traditional foods with my mom's twin sister. And then, you know, on the other hand, I watched Sesame Street. So. <laughs> <laughs> what about any like cartoons or like animated features? Did you enjoy those as a kid? I did. I was very much of growing up. I loved Disney and um, loved pretty much anything that Jodie Foster did. Uh, I yes. loved anything that, uh, you know, um, that, you know, and then on, on the other end, the Audrey Hepburn and all the great classics, Catherine Hepburn. So, um, you know, so we had the same, the same, th- you know, channels up there just a little bit later than everybody else did. <laughs> and, um, so I grew up basically, you know, loving to watch the, the after school specials. And then, um, as, as the oldest child and the oldest grandchild, we also, um, I had younger brothers and sisters and cousins and everything. So I continued to watch Sesame street, you know, all the way up through my teenage year. Of course. <laughs> and then, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, you know, loved animation and and loved Disney and and really always I think am just a big kid and I still do love yeah. animation. <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, I mean, to go from a Disney fan as a kid to go to a, Dis- a Disney princess, what was that like for you? Well, I mean, first off, Pocahontas. The premiere for Pocahontas was a hundred and ten thousand people in Central Park. Wow. Um, they had train boxcars welded you know several stories high I don't even quite remember but the this to to make the screen they had three different you know big rock star sound systems and um and for a day uh you know as as I was uh had to have a police escort to to from my apartment in the east village to central park where it was because for a day it was all eyes on, on Pocahontas. So there's, I don't think there's anything that can prepare a person for that. So. No, no. <laughs> um, and then, you know, but growing up, yes. I mean, when, when I, um, my very first film was a Disney film. It was called Squanto Warrior's Tale. Yep, I remember it's that. a little apropos that, you know, we're at this time right now about Thanksgiving and, and uh, Squanto was there at the first Thanksgiving and, and it was a really, I guess, vast production. We had, tall ships and Indian villages and England uh, was portrayed. So we, we filmed up in Nova Scotia where we could, you know, do all those things and be on the ocean and all of that. So, you know, that, that was my first little step into thinking, wow, I'm part of Disney. I'm (laughs) part of, part of this, this um, family now. Um, And then I went off to go film a, a film that wasn't a Disney film. It was uh, produced by Jane Fonda for TNT Turner Pictures, um, called Lakota Woman. And while I was on the set, I found out that um, while I was out in South Dakota, I found out that I I got, had gotten the role of Pocahontas. So, you know, it's one of those things where you grow up and you're on every Sunday. They had the Disney the Disney kind of night, and they had Tinkerbell you know, yep. sprinkling her way across the castle. And, you know, we all sat down as a family and watched it. And here I was finding myself, you know, in Disneyland going in the castle. <laughs> <laughs> so did you not even audition for Pocahontas? I did, actually. Okay. I was, um, uh, while, so the 
uh, one of the producers of Lakota Woman, um, Hene Gigama, uh, also uh, was one of the advisors for Pocahontas, um, and and then the casting director was also helping. The casting uh, director um, who who uh, cast me in Lakota Woman was also uh, helping to cast that. So you know, I know I was on their radar, yeah. um, but I just went down and um, met them in in New York City and. Eric and Mike were there, and and we just had a really great time in my audition. I mean, I gave them hugs at the end, and was <laughs> hopping up and down, just all happy, and <laughs> and um and then went off to go film Lakota Woman. So I hadn't heard anything, and then all of a sudden, there it was, wow. and I did my very first recording session in South Dakota, really? in someone's. You know, it was a they did, did kind of had a script, and then we did kind of a scratch track recording just to you know, see where, where we were at and what, you know, what was, what they needed to, you know, change and edit or move storylines around, which we did that process for two and a half years. So, yeah. um, in between filming other things, I, I go and do recording sessions with them, go to the Disney lot and <laughs> take a wow. left at Goofy <laughs> and a right at Mickey Mouse Lane. <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. Yeah, yeah I, have, I have a lot of love for Pocahontas because uh, years ago, my dad was disabled at the mm-hmm. time, and uh, he did a lot of research on our ancestry, and we found out that Pocahontas is our ancestor. Oh, wow. So, yeah, I, I love this movie even more because of that. It, it was a great movie anyways, but to have somebody that strong uh, in your ancestry line is just amazing. Yeah, yeah. I think um, her story has stuck around for so long because because of her strength and because of the work that she did. Um, in her very young life, um, to uh, for her people to you know create peace. That's why we discuss the peace of Pocahontas still yeah, today. Exactly, exactly. Now tell me about giving her that voice. Did you do anything differently from your regular voice to portray Pocahontas? Well, I, you know, I speak kind of down here. Um, but she just is in my higher registers and I'm, and I'm dealing a little bit of sinuses, so, oh, no. you know, her voice is, you know, much more up here and softer and until she, you know, has to do those strong scenes and, and you know, throw herself upon John Smith and stop a war from happening. <laughs> then she got a stronger voice. Yes. <laughs> Did you use anything as inspiration while you're behind the microphone? Um, well, Pocahontas herself, I think, is the major inspiration. Yeah. I mean, uh, I did a lot of research, and we had a lot of discussions, and, and you know, a, a lot of people historically maybe didn't don't know that she was probably about 11 or 12 when, when she yep. stopped, when she did that, when she threw herself upon John Smith. Um, and so I, I think that's just so amazing because, you know, we all have the ability to, to be heroes or heroines. Um, yeah. And really all it is, is is that at that moment when, you know, you can stop in fear, you don't. You you forge ahead and, and you know, you do what is, you think is right in your heart or what is right for, for you know, to save a life. Or, you know, we have people who who, who are heroes and heroines today and, and oftentimes they... they didn't even know they had it until it, you know, mm-hmm. came upon them. And really, that's take it's everyday people. Yeah, yeah. I know when this movie came yeah. out, it had some black backlash because, like you said, it was quite different from the true story. What were your thoughts on that? Being actually a Native American yourself. Well, and you know, I, of course, 
because of the, all the research that I had done on her life and, and what I knew of her, um, you know, I, we knew, we all knew that this was a telling of her, you mm-hmm. know, of her life and that this telling was for people of all ages and that, you know, in her life there were many hardships and, and many um, uh, brave things that she did that perhaps someone who was three or four didn't necessarily need to, to know that yet. Yeah. But what was important was that, you know, this story, the first Native American, you know, Disney princess out there that the whole entire world got to, you know, see and learn about. And those teachers that that said, hey, wait a minute, I know this isn't the real story. So then they go out and they tell the real story. Yeah. They tell the, the full story, I should say. Um, and so I think any form of communication is good. And, and, you know, whether you agree or disagree, it opens up you know, communication and opens up a forum for discussion. And I think that was um, somewhat expected. But at the same time, I feel like we've come so far with portrayals of Native people um, since then. And um, but this was a a great, huge introduction to a whole generation of people um, on the life of Pocahontas. And I think that that's a good thing. Yeah. And it's not like it had any negative, you know, look into the Native Americans at all. So it's, it's always a positive thing. Yeah, and and I've known just in my travels throughout Indian country that there are so few portrayals and, and few positive portrayals yep. over the decades, over the, the since the, the inception of filmmaking that, you know, when people do see someone, I mean, even for me, when I got to meet Buffy St. Marie because she was doing the Cradle Board Teaching Project and she had asked me if I would participate and I had not met her yet. And um, so we went and they did this presentation and then, you know, she was up on the screen and then there she was with Big Bird. And mm-hmm. and then I met her and I burst into tears because yep. I realized she was really the only positive Native American female that I saw growing up. And, and I really just you know, realized for myself what, what that means. And I think it's, I think it's important that, you know, we get as, as many of these positive portrayals out as we can. Besides just voicing here, you're, you were used as the uh, physical model as well. What was that process like? Did they just pretty much record you while you did your lines? Yeah, exactly. They, um, they filmed a lot of, uh, a lot of the recording sessions, not all, but a lot of the recording sessions were filmed. Um, and then they, you, the animators would use that as as frame by frame reference for some of the expressions, and you know, and gestures. Is there any certain scenes that stand out as like when you watch it now? You're like, hey, that that's exactly what I do now. <laughs> well, at the premiere, um, my my agent Ricky Olshan um, <clears throat> happened to run into Roy Disney, uh, I guess, uh, a few days. I just actually got this story reiterated because um, my brother got to, to meet her again recently. Uh. And um, I didn't know the full the full story, really. But um, in, and he asked her if, you know, if, if, I, if I needed anything or wanted anything. And she said, I think she wants her brothers to be there. So they secretly flew my brothers <laughs> from Alaska. My my youngest brother was still in high school, and so my my other brother had to get him out of out of school. And they they flew them first class and put them up in the Four Seasons, and they surprised me at my front door. 
and um and so uh it, it was you know it was one of those moments in time when you know i i just still think about um to this day and so they got to be there at the premiere and of course the screens are huge and i'm wearing this you know glittering armani thing and <laughs> and little kids were coming up and you know I, I felt a little bit like i don't know like gandhi or something it was, it was overwhelming <laughs> Um, and so my brothers then got to sit down next to me and they just kept elbowing me and they just kept going, I've seen that face. They're like, <laughs> yes. especially the grumpy face Okay. <laughs> like, or, or that I'm always putting my, um, my, my hair behind my ear, which is something she does as well. So yeah, they seem to seem a lot more than, of course, <laughs> than I did. That is so yeah. cool. I love that. It's so cool. So one of our uh, faithful listeners, when I posted online that I was going to be talking to you today, she got really excited. Her name is uh, Lauren, and she wanted to ask you a question, mm-hmm. if that's all right. So she okay. she actually is blind, and she said, let me read mm-hmm. it properly. She says, please ask her about describing Pocahontas for the blind. She said that you did an audio descriptive track for it, and you were incredible. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that was really... Um, just an experience for me and and I loved doing it and I do I, I love you know I love doing animation but you know I also love uh, doing audiobooks books on tape um, I, I love te- you know I've always been a storyteller and I always read storybooks to to my little brothers and sister uh-huh. um, and then now I have a child and that was our you know every night reading stories so I felt like to me the de- describing the film for the blind was just an extension of that. It was, it was, it was, you know, Oh, I get to, I get to describe and tell the whole story um, along with, you know, with all the other actors and everything. And it, it was, it was really a great experience. Yeah. I had no clue that you even did that. So I'm glad Lauren came out and said yeah. that because that's really cool. If I remember correctly, they actually also had, and I can't remember which, language it might have been Cherokee Chalagi, um that they and maybe it was Navajo I can't remember but the entire film was was also retranslated in into one one of the native languages wow but I I don't I did not participate in that but uh, it's really cool that they take those extra steps yeah I'm glad that they do yeah that really is cool yeah. very cool what was it like coming back to voice Pocahontas and Pocahontas 2 journey to a new world was there anything different? Well, it was a, it was a different set of directors, um, and and um, they primarily did uh, that from Asia. So it was wow. a kind of a long distance thing, um, and it, a shorter amount of time of recording. Um, so it was uh, it was it was a completely different experience. Now I'm right now I've I got Wreck It Ralph two yep. uh, coming up, yep. and um, uh, that I believe, if I'm if I'm right, I'm pretty sure I'm right that it's actually not going straight to you know the 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 Netflix and the Hulu's exactly. and the DVDs. I believe it actually is going to have a theatrical release yep. this coming year, and um, that was the thing with with Pocahontas too. It, I, I, it, we had a, a wonderful uh, premiere opening um, in New York City on one of the tall ships out there in the harbor, um, but then it, it went straight to video. So um, this is, you know, it was a just a, as far as 
having to you know travel the world and and all of that it was it was much quiet much quieter <laughs> than the original so, yeah. yeah no kidding i, I had got give, gotten the chance to travel to england and and then also to uh taipei taiwan and hong kong and tokyo i mean so all over the place with it and 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 the first one um also, while I was there in England, um, was given the opportunity to go out and and visit the grave of Pocahontas. Wow! Um, she she did pass away there, um, but yeah, was, I got to leave say some prayers and yeah for her and thank her and you know in person. Yeah, that's so cool. And I mean, I would have gotten emotional, honestly. I did. Yeah. 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 Wow. That's so cool. I mean, I love history in general and she was just such a, a great person, you know, did so many amazing things. She okay. was um, an ambassador. Yeah. You know, she, she went to, to England um, with to Udamata Makin, which is that story in the second film. Um, Udamata Makin was an, an elder and a, and a spiritual leader of the, the Powhatan people. Um, and he had a stick, a, a uh, a staff, I should say, and he was going to put a notch in that staff for every person that he saw when he got there. And when they got to the harbor, he threw the stick in the harbor. Hmm. Um, so he was really, you know, very much, you know, there for her and with her um, as a representative as well. But it was her that was touted as a princess and brought there for the king and the queen so that she could speak on behalf of her people. Wow. And yeah, with great strength. Yeah, yeah for sure. Now, you mentioned Record Ralph 2 coming up sometime, I believe, next summer. Mm-hmm. Legally, without getting in yes. trouble with Disney, can you say anything about it? <laughs> Let, well, let's just say um, the Disney princesses are, are joining joining the, the fray. <laughs> <laughs> well, I cannot wait. Seriously, I'm, I, I love all Disney princesses and... Record Ralph, the first one was amazing, so I'm really looking forward to it. I went to go uh, and speak at a at a high school semi recently, and and one of the students at the end of speaking asked, "So what? You know what? What else? What do you have coming up?" And I, you know, and I talked about some film projects that I have, and then and then I said, "Oh, and, and I'm also Record Ralph too." And the whole audience went, Okay, they're really gonna. They're looking forward to that one. <laughs> yep, yep. It's got a good audience. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Tell me about your production company that you started not too long ago. I believe it's uh, Sleeping Lady Films and Walking Giants Productions. Tell me about that. Sleeping Lady Films, Waking Giants Productions um, was, you know, basically started out of you know just trying to work on um, on more. Uh, I, what I say, good news from Indian country, you know, more positive stories, positive. Um, I think that we have often get portrayed in ways that, you know, is downtrodden and, you know, that we've, we've definitely made our way through many different difficulties, but there's also so many amazing positive things that are going on currently and, and in the past as well. And I started that um, up, well, up in Alaska, um, but unfortunately, the state of Alaska got rid of their Alaska film tax incentive, uh, and so it wasn't um, good business for me to keep it there. So yeah. it's on hi- hiatus at the moment, but I do have a couple of projects that I'm uh, producing that are coming up 
uh, hopefully this year we're going to be um, uh, we've got funding for one film and and we're um, we're doing all the pre-production for another film. Nice. So I can't really talk about them yeah. yet, but yeah, it's, well, if, it's going well. If at any point it takes you to Montana, please look me up. I would love that. I love Montana. Yeah. I'm, I'm, um, Montana is uh, is such a bit in that whole area, Montana, Wyoming, is, is just so beautiful. It reminds me of Alaska in its, yeah. in, in its own way. You exactly. Yeah. And and I have been out there multiple times as there are, you know, so many tribes that are out there. And, mm-hmm. and I'm very dear friends with Senator Jonathan Mindy Boyd out okay. there at Rocky Boy. And he does so much great work. And I think currently he is um, the the historian working as the, the historian and, and cultural, you know, ambassador of, of the, the tribe out there. So, wow. Yeah, I love it. I love it out there. Yep. Well, all right, Irene. Uh, thank you so much for your time. Pocahontas, like I said, I love it. And just having you on the show <laughs> made my day. Thank you. Thank can, you. Is there any way I can get you to close out the interview as Pocahontas if you can? Wingato and Anna. Always listen with your heart. Thanks for listening to that Saturday Morning Rewind. Please check them out on Facebook and Twitter. And that's all, folks. Mm-hmm.